motivational. Um, I'll ask you guys questions and just run with it, you know? And that's kind of it. Ron, get to the chopper! <laughs> okay. Fuck <laughs> that that's the intro. Welcome to Too Young for the Shit, an adolescent addicted to action. Um, this is a big one, guys. This is uh this is the Arnold Schwarzenegger conversation. Um, I'm Tony McMillan, your host, and my co-host is uh, Mr. Peter Leon, who uh, you just heard doing uh, his incredible, authentic uh, Arnold uh, impression. Yes, hello. And, and we're joined by two guests. Uh, first off is uh, Jesse Lonergan, a uh, cartoonist, and uh, Renee Pickup, uh, an author and a journalist. And Renee, do I, did I pronounce your last name correctly? Yeah, Pickup, just like a truck. <laughs> Splendid. Okay, so we're here to talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger, who, um, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I, I spent most of the day watching Arnold interviews, watching Arnold uh, clips, watching TED Talks. I am, I, I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty sure Arnold's my dad, and life's going to be better now. So I want to know, I um, cannot do any impressions. I can't do any accents, and so I would rather have you guys do um, an Arnold accent or impression. So, um, Pete, do you have anything else in your repertoire you want to bust out right now? Here, hold this. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, anybody else want to step up to the plate? Uh, Renee? Uh, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Um, get to the chopper. Wow, that was really good, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going with that one. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, Jesse, Um, I think you got this, dude. Uh, yeah, it's not a tumor. It's pretty good. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna, I've been practicing all day, so you guys... Uh, have your expectations pretty high. Okay, ready? Um, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> There's no way that was a legitimate attempt. That is that is the most nervous Arnold I've ever I don't heard. believe that at all. <laughs> all right, let me try it one more time. He's not being fuck serious. No, wait, wait, no. Oh. Fuck you, asshole. What? <laughs> That's from Terminator. I know you, the line. I know where it's from. You sound you like, you're what? Doing... like he was in the room with you. Sprockets. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. I... I you sound like you're doing generic Eastern European villain. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, I really tried all day to do a good version of this, and that sounded like it sounded like the the bad guys from The Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which and they're identical to Arnold So I'm gonna edit that out, and you guys can just be mean to me, I guess. But that's fine. Um, give us the money, Lebowski. You should just you should just edit in actual Arnold Schwarzenegger, but leave us making fun of you. Oh, that's okay. That's great. Be like, this is the worst Arnold Schwarzenegger impression I've ever heard. Okay, that's that's exactly what I'm gonna do then. Cool. Um, okay, I honestly Arnold is such a huge presence in my life, and this is it's not, not a joke. I don't remember when I first encountered Arnold. I feel like he's always been part of my life. I I remember my dad left. I don't remember when Arnold entered. So. Do you guys have a distinct first memory? Like, I'll throw it to Pete first. Pete, you, do you have this? You're like me, right? You just, he's there. Yeah, no, he's always just, it's been like a part of life, basically. Right, right. Yeah. Jesse, what do you think? I, I, don't, I don't think so, actually. I feel like, I feel like there was like, I knew he existed, but there was like, those were like the movies you weren't allowed to rent hmm. as like a five, six-year-old. And I, I feel like I remember that time of like seeing these movies, but not being allowed to, to, to watch them. Um, Are you allowed to watch them now? No, no, my right. wife can't stand them. <laughs> no, that uh, makes a lot of sense. Okay. So. Yeah. 
This is it's actually intervention. Um, well, I, I've actually never seen any of the movies. This is going to be a very weird podcast. <laughs> That's why I invited you. Uh, Renee, does your husband let you watch Arnold Schwarzenegger films? Only when I've been very good. Right on. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I was like made for the too young thing because some. I remember I mentioned to you when we were trying to figure out what episode I could slot into, I said I'd been on a RoboCop podcast. And I was the youngest who'd ever seen it on the whole podcast. Like my age was Mm. (laughs) same thing with Arnold. I don't actually remember. And it would have been fun if I could have got my brother on because I was teasing him today when he was like three or four years old. He watched raw deal every day. It was like his favorite thing. Oh no. Raw deal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the worst one. And and I'm only, I'm like five or six years older than him. So like that, I feel like that's my first like real memory of Arnold Schwarzenegger. But then I'm I'm a Californian, so like he has permeated everything. Right. So if, if when he up. dies, I think we that's when California falls into the ocean. <laughs> Renee, we're not going to talk about him dying ever. Okay. No, he won't. Um, also, how did it feel to have a governor who couldn't pronounce your state? He pronounced it California. Mm. (laughs) I think he made it his own. He was like, (laughs) "This doesn't change." You've been referring to all this time. It's he's secretly still the governor, I guess. Yeah, like they, Gavin Newsom's just pretending because because you can't, right? You don't vote him out. That's not a thing. (laughs) You heard it here first, guys. Um, so what's your guys's? Okay, so Renee, you you saw Raw Deal first, and that's probably your first Arnold movie, then. I think so, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Pete, do you remember your first Arnold film? Uh, it's got to be either Terminator. It had to be Terminator Two. Yeah, Terminator Two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, what do you think, dude? Um, Conan. Conan. Conan or the first Terminator. Right. I I think. Um, would be the first ones. Those are all good films. I was thinking about this, and I'm. I think it's either Commando or Twins. I. I don't. Interesting. Yeah, oh. I, I actually think it might have been Twins because Twins is just so big and it's 1988 and I'm like seven or eight years old. So that kind of seems right. They're very similar movies, but, um, so it would be hard to tell them apart. You know, Terminator 2 was definitely like once that happened, the rest of my life was different. I was altered from that moment. I saw it in the theater to put me on a certain path. But um, even before T2, I, I was excited for Arnold I, and I, uh, I just like. He was this weird presence. I remember when I was in school, there'd be these um, fitness videos that George uh, Bush would would host with Arnold and stuff. Do you guys, right, yeah. do you guys have that school? Were you like too young for that stuff? Or? Yeah, I never. I mean, I've seen it like archival right. footage of it, but I never saw it. Like, <laughs> I, I just, like remember my dad complaining about it because he was like steroids. He was like this like <laughs> upset that this steroid guy was was representing health and fitness for the United States. Was George Bush on steroids. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Explain. Explains a few things. Okay, cool, cool. Everyone says he's a wimp, but you know he's he's willing to, I guess, get juiced. Yeah. Um, okay. As kids, I, I I was an Arnold fanatic. Clearly, um, I would reenact scenes from his films. I would I would do this um, alone because I couldn't find friends to do it, and with friends. Um, is did you guys have similar experiences at all? Am I the only one on the podcast who would reenact scenes from his movies? Oh no, of course. I mean, that was like the thing Thank the boys you, did was like act out their action movies uh, my big one was predator i i i'll just like basically the whole movie or i would take like the idea of the movie and then like mm. create my own stories but i just re- distinctly remember like summer times 
like summertime i'd be outside with like a tank top and i'd have like a super soaker squirt gun you know as like the machine gun and i would be out there for a long time and then i would have like the the hose mimic like the blood spray against the side of the wall so it was like an insane amount of like blood and it was lots of fun i would do that for and then like when i hear like a car pulling in like to go home i'd like run inside like i was doing something really wrong like i wasn't just playing predator i was totally fine oh, but then it I turned would... in then it turned in, once i found pornography i stopped playing predator that's kind of sad actually man you had it something started. yeah yeah oh nice uh <laughs> jesse how about you um no i, I don't think so I, I i feel like maybe like doing lines right. and then like like bad impressions but like i don't know about actually like reenacting or like pretending to be arnold schwarzenegger so uh, renee did you have a fun childhood did you and your brother maybe i did do a schwarzenegger but style? here's Here's the thing. I'm, I'm here to bring the, the ladies perspective, right? I think I was more interested in video, you know, mental movies about things that I would like mm. to do with Eddie Furlong more than acting out oh. things that are so. so did you like Eddie Furlong before the voice change or, or after the voice? What was your favorite Furlong in T2? His voice starts getting a little, little cracky it, halfway through. You know, I don't know. I It's so like, his story is so sad, right? So like, it's very hard. Oh, my, yeah. I was again talking to my brother about it today because I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this cool podcast. And it's like, I now know that that's when his life got super fucked up. So I like to think, right. looking back as an adult who's not attracted to children, I like to think of the young guy who didn't get horribly taken advantage of. But at the time, I don't think I really noticed because right. I was I was a little bit younger, so it was all exciting. He got fucked up on drugs, right? Yeah. So his right? tutor. Is that what happened to him? His tutor on the set of Terminator 2, like, groomed him, uh-huh. uh, helped him get emancipated from his parents, and became his manager. Yeah. Married him, became his manager, drove his career into the dirt, and got him hooked on meth. So. Wait, wait. So his manager was a woman? I didn't know this at all. Yeah. She was his tutor so first. So his tutor became his manager? On the set of Terminator. Yeah. Of T2. And then she like groomed him, got him emancipated, married him. Now I'm your manager. And then of course, it didn't go well. And then he was on meth and whatever. And then I mean, you know, he know came back. Can, I mean, kind of clean. I don't know if like we can blame the the meth use on somebody else. I feel like at the end of the day, like whoever like decides to be like, yeah, meth. I've heard nothing but good things. Let me try this. I feel like yeah, they need to be held accountable. I mean, he's like fourteen and married to a thirty year old. Yeah, he was fourteen. Yeah, she's saying like the yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's like uh, it was real bad it's it's, it's yeah I, I I would still blame her at least partially like it's mm. pretty fucked up it's it's sadly another dark take on like childhood in, in Hollywood they're not still yeah. together obviously right or are they oh absolutely not no yeah that ended very oh. quickly mm. so speaking of childhood um <laughs> sorry do you what's <laughs> no 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 it's it's fine I mean it it, it happened it's, it's it's part of it but um. So what is, what is your favorite Arnold movie? And so it's not, it doesn't have to be his best, but like, what's your favorite? And I'm assuming you guys, this is probably one you watch as a kid. It's probably not Sabotage or any of his newer-ish films. I feel like everyone has to say Terminator 2 or they're just lying to themselves and us at the same time. Yep. 
Feel free to lie to us, Jesse. It's fine. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it would be t- Terminator Two or Running Man. I think. Oh, that's like, a good one. I think we talked about this once before, man. Running Man's actually always lets me down a little bit. It's like a great concept, oh, but like, <laughs> I love this. Yeah. I love all the theme bad guys. Like, was it Sub Zero or whatever? But like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's I just always enjoy it. Like. <laughs> It's, I like the guy from Family Feud as as like the the nemesis. That is pretty like, cool. You know, you know, just sort of like, and I just it. I find it. I probably would watch it like over Predator. Oh, it's hurtful. Um, That's yeah. and, all right. Can we get him out of here? How do we no. get this? I can't, <laughs> all right. So besides besides T two, what do you got, Pete? What, what would be your go to uh, Arnold uh, fix? Besides Terminator two, yeah, I yeah. guess Predator. I mean, the thing is, is he's only made he's only made like what five good movies. You shut your mouth. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I love him. I love him, but I'm just saying, well, if like, you count the, if you count the comedies, maybe five. We got yeah. we got Terminator, Terminator Two. Those are like obviously good. Predator, I'd say, is a good movie, no That's doubt. Uh, twins. Yeah. Kindergarten Cop. Are we gonna call Twins a great movie? Yeah. You said good. Okay. I said good. I did say good. Kindergarten Cop. And then I, I actually think uh, what, true lies, true lies, true lies, but also friggin' uh, la- uh, total recall. Oh, yeah, no, total recall I'll say last be, action yeah. hero over total recall. What'd you say, Renee? Really? Well, total recall was gonna be my, I mean, teach you obviously formative for me, right? But then total recall. But when we're getting into total recall territory, that's like a fine line between like an awesome Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that you've grown up with and like re- taking a step back and really being like, is this genuinely a great film? Cause I mean, let's just be honest, like the three boobies, the eyes popping out of the, I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's fun. But I'm, are we calling that a great film? I will. I'll give you this. I actually, I don't know if it's a great film. I think it's a good film, but it's, it's not the T2 predator level. But right. I still go like, oh, I I, I watched that. Re- I actually bought it on Blu-ray like uh, yeah. three oh, months yeah. ago and watched it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm in. Well, still. It's, it's I, based I on love... a – sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's based on a, a Philip K. Dick short story, which makes me love it. And But then the thing, Philip K. Dick is a lot like Arnold, right? Like it's either really good or you wish that you didn't know about it. Like there's not a whole lot of in-between with his <laughs> writing. <laughs> I think there is in between because like everything in the last 10 years, right? We're going to say that's, has anybody watched it, all, oh, all of that? No, oh, no. I, I've like, seen like you know, one like, or two. Yeah. Those are, those are the, the truly awful. While I feel like Commando, it's like, it's not that bad. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, I'm not going to argue that it's a great film, right. um, but like. I feel like it's whatever we grew up with because it's just like music, you know, how it's like. You're over there talking about Jane's addiction and like Alice in Chains and stuff. And they're like, new music sucks, man. It was way better in the 90s. It's like, eh, maybe it's just because we're like old and desensitized and we don't like anything now. Because like if those Arnold, like if Sabotage came out in the 80s, I would have been like, oh my God, Arnold Schwarzenegger Sabotage. <laughs> no, I, I agree with the command- Commando to me is probably comparable to these other ones, which I haven't seen, but I feel the same. I will say I could be blind by nostalgia. I think T two Predator, and maybe one other of those films like True Lies, would would still stand the test of time. And be like, oh, I st- might still like that. It will, you know, it will. It, but like Sabotage and the the movie uh, Gunther or something or another, you know, 
I think we would have loved those. I think we would have been all over those. Yeah, if yeah, those exactly. came out in like the early nineties. Uh, yeah. I feel like like so much of those eighties like Arnold ones. It's like it's about the body and the muscles, and like Dude, that's gone. No, <laughs> he still looks great. Are you kidding me? Pull up a picture he of him filming look Gunther. The way he did in his thirties and forties. Yeah, like he's seventy years old. But like he, he looks great for a seventy-year-old. I'll be dead before then. Like, <laughs> but like. It's not the same as like Conan. Uh, See, I think a slightly deflated Arnold is a more human Arnold. Nobody wants a human Arnold. <laughs> Come on, we want we, we want I know. the oiled uh, up eighties yeah. no, I... Arnold. <laughs> okay, so, which, so is your favorite Arnold role different than one of your your favorite Arnold movie? Like, do you like like you know obviously T two, but is that your favorite role he's done, or like hey, actually he's pretty great in True Lies? Or what, like, what's your favorite Arnold role? Well, that's the thing is I don't think he's like great in anything, is he? Like, no yes. one's gonna no one's gonna argue that he's a great actor. I he's just got like this charisma about him. He's just got like this yeah. Arnold about him that makes him yeah. Arnold. But it's not like but, but nobody is just like oh that accent that's perfect. I love you what say, you're doing there. That's the only voice I have. I can literally not do any other voice than this. But it's like Pete, perfect. There's actors and there's movie stars, and he's a great movie star. It's yes. like, okay, go ahead. Like we talked oh, yeah, about yeah, Harrison no, Ford. No, absolutely, absolutely, I agree. He's a great movie star for sure because it so, takes so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the full package. There's so much of, more to make him a great movie star. But, uh, anyways, I think a lot of his movies, he's kind of always the same person. Yeah, you, you know, like he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's because he can't that, act. <laughs> like, but but he's able to like perform, right? You right, know, and like you know, appear empathetic in the way Arnold Schwarzenegger would be empathetic. Uh, whether that's like Douglas Quaid or John Matrix, it's kind of like. I think he's, you know. I was watching some of his clips. And I was like, one thing he can do, he's like this built giant tank of a man. He can somehow still be like vulnerable. Like, actually, I can still kind of be worried for him. Like especially when he's fighting like a predator or somebody who's like, you know, like eight feet tall, but like he somehow he can, he has decent acting eyes. Like he, his eyes can kind of convey like, I'm worried about this. Oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm being duplicitous. I, I think like he's got something there. Okay. Pete agrees. Pete agrees. Hardcore. I could tell. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Renee, Renee, do you have a favorite Arnold role that is not uh, T2 or Total Recall or is it Total Recall? Oh, uh, no, I, I think it's Terminator 2. Like, he's, you know, it's he's like the big hero six for kids our age that were watching R-rated movies when we should have been <laughs> watching Disney. Right. I think the reason why he, like, did so well as the Terminator, like, that, why his best performance is a emotionless robot is because he can bring nothing more to the table mm -hmm. other than, like, him just being awesome Arnold Schwarzenegger so that's why that's the best one because it's like all right perfect just do exactly what we're doing right now and roll roll film he's got comedic yeah, timing but, but he doesn't he, he doesn't he knows like where his his limit is right. which yeah so he doesn't th there's never a scene where I'm like this hurts to watch <laughs> like Ben Affleck there are scenes where I'm like oh my god this is hurting me to watch this guy act so hard and like <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger has this ability to like keep it within himself. And I think that is, that is a talent. Like, you know, like a lot of other actors don't have it. You know? it you're no, saying like he's like a singer and he, he has like one octave, but he, he doesn't go out of his out. He doesn't like try to like do some like Robert Plant stuff. He's like, I'm just going to do this one exactly. or two octave yeah. thing, like a Lou Reed or yeah. something. Yeah. It's, the worst thing is, is when those singers go no and creep. take singing classes and then they try and you're like, Oh no, we just liked <laughs> 
we liked what you were doing. Like we didn't want that. Right. You <laughs> just kind of making it up and yeah, ruining your voice in ten years. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so like I said, besides the newer stuff, which most of us haven't seen, what's your least favorite Arnold movie of, of like the classic period? So not Hercules in New York. We can't count because obviously it's a piece of shit. But um, yeah, Batman and Robin. Ooh. Mm. Uh, I was actually I feel bad. I'm going to say Raw Deal. I think. Yeah, me too. I, I, yeah. yeah. So Renee, Renee's brother. Yeah. It's, you don't have to apologize. I think maybe if I'd seen it a bunch, but it, it's like kind of a blank. It's it's one of those ones where I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. The, the, and then I'm like, have I seen it? Am I thinking of Cobra? Like, like it, it just doesn't have a lot of feeling for me. The one I don't so remember like I said, at all is the the, the Belushi movie when he's a Russian cop. Yeah. That's, yeah. Red Beat. Oh. Um, so my brother watched that movie like every day for a year, Raw Deal, right? He doesn't remember it. I He was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I had to show him, show him the trailer off IMDb and he's like, well, I'm going to have to watch that tonight. I don't know what that is. So yeah, it's not very memorable. <laughs> the, one scene, the one scene I remember liking is when uh, his, his wife is mad at him and she like throws like a, like a, a cake at him or something and he's like, she's, she's like a, you're a terrible cooker. It's some really bad one-liner, but it's like, it's like a, a McBain movie from The Simpsons. It's exactly what those movies are. Like that meets Commando, and that that, that alone is pretty fun. But in the description, it describes him as an FBI agent who had to leave the FBI because of excessive brutality, and that just like stuck out to me <laughs> so hard. Like, could you imagine trying to make that movie now? It's like this guy was too brutal for the FBI, so now he's a small town sheriff because that makes sense. And then the FBI is going to bring him back to just like blow the mob up. With bombs, like. <laughs> I, I just remember. I think there's a scene where, like, is he in a convertible, and he like shoots out the windshield, like of his own convertible, and then like kicks out the window so that he can drive while like shooting his machine gun in like a gravel pit or yeah, something. It's like a oh yeah, or something. the gravel yeah. pit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a junkyard. Or uh, well, that's what you would do. I mean, it makes a yeah. lot of sense to me. Uh, so, so let's go back to what Arnold's good at. Besides, so <laughs> moving past raw deal and whatnot, um, I think he, I think most, I think most of his comedic films, up until we get to the juniors and Jingle All the Way, at least the first two, Twins and Kindergarten Cop, I like those films a lot. Do you guys enjoy them? Do you have a preference, and why do you like that one better than the other one? Kindergarten Cop is just hilarious. You like the kids, Pete? You like the you like, like the, the Schwarzenegger with the kids? That was funny. But again, I feel like I can just go back to like if that movie came out right now, would I still think it was hilarious? Would I still love it? And probably not. So I don't I, know. I think they basically remade that movie like five times with different like muscle bound guys like Tooth Fairy. And so that's that true. Yeah, exactly. Energy. Exactly. And have any of us watched it? Do any of us love it? No. I, th I think in my I don't think I've seen either of those movies in quite a long time like and i've had no interest in rewatching them but twins is the one i just remember his character as this like totally naive right um like singing along with the airplane music um and stuff like <laughs> yakety yak left more of an impression on me than kindergarten cop I, th I think he's actually really fun in Twins because he is a naive kind of like really nice guy per se and like him and DeVito play off each other pretty well and I remember like DeVito explaining nuked food to him, the microwave food. I, as a kid, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's nuked. Right. <laughs> and also you see Schwarzenegger loses virginity on screen, which is incredible. 
Oh, I don't remember that part. <laughs> oh yes, it's it's to I Mrs. Actually, Travolta. Um, is it Kim? I forget. I forget. Kelly Preston. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, do you like twins or kindergarten cop or neither? I. I I also haven't seen them in a really long time, but it cracked me up because he said, until we get to Junior. And I was actually saying, I like Junior the best because I love Ivan Reitman. I, I think I <laughs> did all three. And yeah. 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 Oh, he it, did? It was like four, wow. like, Schwarzenegger so. Reitman movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I so it's been that long them. since I've seen any of them. I didn't remember that. Well, it's weird yeah. about the Ivan Reitman things. I guess, like, uh, Schwarzenegger approached Reitman at some parties. Like, hey, man, I want to do comedy, and no one will let me do comedy. And so Reitman wrote him five screenplays, and the one he picked was called The Experiment, and that became Twins. And I'm sort of like, I don't know, but I wonder if the rest of them just were, like, kindergarten cop, junior. Like, this, they just got <laughs> yeah. down the line. Like, let's do the third best now. Or did they actually write new ones as those came out or whatever? The Ivan Reitman was just mm -hmm. writing weird science fiction comedies for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because there's at least two in there. It that seems are, like it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you mentioned sci-fi because, like, I think one of the reasons I, I like I prefer Arnold to any other action here is that a lot of his films are sci-fi action movies. And I love sci-fi mm -hmm. action, especially as a kid. And like, I'm, I think, I think I liked, I, I don't know. I think I like sci-fi. I can't tell if I like sci-fi first or Arnold first. If or they led to each other, do you guys did you like science fiction before getting into Arnold, or or is it vice versa for you guys? How did, how did Chicken or the Egg? Well, Terminator Two is like the first like action R rated movie that I ever saw, so like Arnold's always going to be like first before anything else because it was like the first one that I saw. Do you remember seeing? Did you like want to see it because it was Arnold, or because it was like full of robots, or like? Who knows, just R rated and looked awesome. Like, was there any like specific yeah, just, reason? Just the whole thing looked awesome. I remember watching like little like pieces of it here and there, and like behind the scenes stuff. And I was just like, oh my god, I need to see this movie. <laughs> what were you, Jess? Were you, were you already a sci-fi guy? I think, I think I was already a sci-fi. Like, like Star Wars and Star Trek had had led down like the path already. Right. So like, and like Blade Runner too, probably like. And, and so, like, I think I like the sci-fi ones the most. Like, I, I, I like Running Man a lot. Um, and, like, but T2 and Total Recall, those are the ones that I find, like, sort of the, the most fun. How, how about you, Renee? You, you're a Philip K. Dick fan. So, so yeah. Like, well, I mean, I was like really young. But also, I think, like, Thinking back on it right now, I remember my uh, my stepdad at the time. I have I have a new and improved one that came after that guy, but that one nice. um, he used to play us like radio, like nineteen fifties radio plays and things. So like I remember being really young and listening to like The Blob and stuff like that. So like sci fi horror, I think happened first for me, but I would say Arnold probably got me into the like apocalyptic stuff because of T two. Right. And so I, I know me and Pete already discussed this, but we saw T2 first. Did you guys also see T2 first? Or Jesse, you said you saw T1 first. I saw right? Terminator first, yeah. And Renee, what were you? Did you see the first one or I the think, second one first? I think it was the second one. I don't have any real recollection of, of seeing the first one until I was an adult. I think it's funny how T2 works fine. I mean, you, you basically kind of get it. Like, you don't really... Yeah. 
exactly i didn't i didn't even like yeah there was no reason to even see the first ones like yeah i get it there's robots from the future coming back (laughs) in the past all right i got it i didn't see the first one until like years later (laughs) um all right so speaking of like when did you see it pumping iron okay i uh the, the the bodybuilding documentary i think i did not see it until i was in my like early 20s i think i just like knew about it but i just couldn't find a place to rent it finally rented it um, I thought I loved it. It was great. Um, it it was also like uh, it was really a new side to Arnold. I, I think I saw and I I don't know. It was it was hilarious. It was also really inspiring. I thought it was really cool. Um, when did you have you guys all seen Pumping Iron? Pete, maybe yeah. have you? Oh yeah, of course I've seen it. But I, again, I was like you. I didn't see it until well, I didn't start lifting weights until I was like twenty six. Uh, right. Prior to that, I had no interest in seeing it. I'd heard about it, but I was just like, no, I like my Arnold as a robot. <laughs> but then, like, once I got into weightlifting, I was just like, oh, I get it. He he is weightlifting. Like, he is. He did right. the same thing that he did to action movies. He did that to, like, physical fitness and weightlifting. So then it became like, all right, well, I got to see this. And you're right. I mean, it is hilarious, but it's also super, like, motivational. And they played in the loop at Gold's down in Venice, California, where he, like, trained. It's just on I, I there you, all the time. I just, I just saw an interview with him. He, he mentions that. He, yeah, and I, oh, I actually I think that'd be great. Like if I was at like you know um, Guitar Center and they're playing Spinal Tap the whole time, I think that'd be good too. Like I keep yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, did you have you seen uh, Pumping Iron? Yeah, yeah, I think I saw it probably in my twenties as well. Right. Like it was one of those like I think I'd heard about, but you know couldn't find in in the time when you couldn't find things. Right. Um, and yeah, I think it did change. Like I, I think it made me sort of realize like how i don't know how smart he is yeah but like 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 that that he i i feel like he has this double edge of like he is sort of like this perfect giant muscular dude like superman but he's got this like funny name he talks funny everybody does things like mocking impressions of him like like and he, he no one thinks he's like a great actor but like, and so like seeing that though, it's like, oh, he really knows what he's doing. Like, like uh, he, he is fully in control and, and like, like the way he sort of like, I don't understand what bodybuilding is and I don't understand how a bodybuilding competition works and how exactly Arnold Schwarzenegger beat Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> like, like I, I <laughs> right. Like they, they go up on stage and Arnold wins and I'm like, but why like you know but because he went to the ballet (laughs) yeah he's got the confidence he's got the charisma he's got this energy like and and so he wins and and it's it's clear all along that he's going to even though Lou Ferrigno's huge he's enormous like um but like so yeah it it changed the way I looked at at him Renee how how about you Pumpkin Iron fan you've seen it I, I saw it last night, but here's the thing. I had uh, brainwashed myself into believing that I had seen it or at least seen parts of it, right? And and I like had mm. this whole Mandela effect like crisis yesterday because I was like, well, I, I want to watch it again because I, you know, I only remember kind of the highlights of it. And I turned on, I'm like, this is not what I thought I saw. Like I had this vision in my brain of something that he filmed after he was already famous 
where it, that mm. his accent was much thicker for some reason. Like I just created a whole different documentary. I have no idea if I ever saw it before, but it was really interesting. And I, I actually really liked that they showed the, I said the ballet thing as a joke, but I like that they showed that because it does kind of give you that idea of like, it is a little bit more than being big. Cause if you're that big and you can't, and you don't stretch and you don't practice those things, like you can't move. He would move like, like a robot or like Frankenstein. Um, and I definitely wasn't prepared for like the five minute monologue about coming that he does towards the beginning. <laughs> that, that's it's actually like, the reason why I, like, I mean, that's why I sought it out. I was like, I saw a clip. I was like, I gotta watch that. Is it like, <laughs> cause obviously you're, you're a bodybuilder. Yeah. Like that movie, it seemed to me like there's, there's an art to it. There's an art to bodybuilding and that's what he's an artist as well as an athlete. And it, is that too much or is it, he's a performer? Yeah, I don't think it is. So, I have really bad physical chronic injuries from when I was like athletic level fit. Right. But, um, but I was at one time and my thing, my big thing was cycling and you get into, there's like all these different parts to any of these sports, especially the ones you're doing by yourself that nobody gets if you're not doing it. And I think that that documentary really showed that really well. And the other thing is I, the coming thing was weird as fuck and I didn't enjoy it. Um, <laughs> but, but it is that like, he's explaining the pump. Yeah. The pump. Sorry for anybody who hasn't seen it recently, but it did speak to a certain thing with like these physical activities that you have to put a lot into and are really exhausting. Um, if you don't like, I'm not a runner. So when people do marathons, I'm like, I don't get it, but I can kind of get it. Cause you know, when I was doing like these 30 mile bike rides and you hit where you go downhill or you hit like a really good strength, you're going like 40 miles an hour. It's so like, it's so different from anything else you could experience. And so listening to him explain the pump thing, it's like, Oh, it's like that. But for weightlifting, you know, it's, it brings this whole kind of, I don't know, galaxy like brain coming. thing to it. <laughs> I knew I knew it count you, Pete. I was preparing. I was like, okay, ask Pete about the pump. Ask him about the pump. Pete, Pete, would you say bodybuilding is partly art or no? Partly art? Oh, art. it's absolutely. It yeah. is art. Yeah. I, 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 I'm just trying to. You know, I don't do it, so I'm just trying to. That was my. Well, there's a di well, there's a difference between bodybuilding and weightlifting. Right. Yeah. So, like, weightlifting is just lifting weights. Bodybuilding was... is a competition. Right. And it's yeah, about so. the form. Yeah, it's not about like who's bigger. It's it's about symmetry. It's about definition. It's, you know, it's about what looks better. I will say, um, besides the the coming scene, which we discussed three times, um, <laughs> my favorite part is when he has dinner with Lou Ferrigno's family, and he's just fucking with them the whole time. Like he's like picking up his eggs and shaking them. Like I'm so nervous, Lou, and his Lou's dad's like. Like, like, I don't trust you, Arnold. And he's like, well, I don't, it's, it's just, he plays them so well. It's, it's, well, you know, there, it was fake. It was like, it's, yeah, it's all completely bullshit. Right. And it's funny. Right. Have you guys seen also, um, they initially are going to shoot it with the guy from Harold and Maude, uh, the little yes. guy, <laughs> Bud Court, right? Yeah. So it was, the movie is going to be like Bud Court as a, a fictional character who Arnold's going to show him the world of bodybuilding. They did like a little, a week or two of that. And like, this isn't working. And there's a couple oh. scenes, delete scenes. It's it's pretty weird. I'm glad they didn't do, go that way with it. I'm gonna flip yeah. that. How much for Arnold in prison showing the guys his muscles? I thought that scene was Please so do. cool. Please do. Um, 
Oh, oh, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was it's super interesting. He's like, he took it to the people. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I don't know. It's one, actually, it's become, as I get older, it's one, it's one of the Arnold movies I watch a lot more because it's, it's, you know, I, I only watched, saw it for the first time in my 20s. So it's, it's not as, I haven't seen it too many times yet, but that's just me. Um, I think he really shows his, his charisma in that scene. Yeah, I think I agree, and I think it's like you know Jesse mentioned. You know, you see, like he can be, you know, he can have machinations. He can be really smart, and he has, he can make fun of himself. He can make fun of other people. He's he's a, he's a he's aware of who he is. Usually, in every moment, it seems like he's 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 well aware of how people might see him, and he's he can play with that. And that's that's not a it's a very unique thing. But uh, one of the things I, I when I get into Arnold, and especially now, you can scour the internet. I got really into things that uh, movies that he didn't make that he was going to make. And, you know, some of them are sequels and whatnot. Like uh, one of the big ones is called Crusade. And that's Paul Verhoeven was going to make this insane epic movie um, after they did Total Recall. And um, it was going to involve, like, there's like, a scene where Arnold's character gets uh, uh, sewn into a dead donkey and he has to kind of like rip his way out. <laughs> and he's like, he's like tricking the Pope and to give him a sword. And it's, it's all about like the Christian crusade against them and the Muslims and how they, and they, they, got, they screwed over all the, the people. It, it, it sounded pretty interesting, but of course it didn't happen. It cost, it cost way too much money. just fell apart. Is there any Arnold projects you guys um, have ever thought about or read about? You said that sounded kind of interesting or is this like way too Arnold nerdy for you guys? That's way too <laughs> Arnold nerdy for me. I, I didn't know any of that. And even when I was reading it on the little like cheat sheet that you sent me, I was like, the fuck is he talking about? And then <laughs> rather than like Googling, I was right. like, I'm just going to let him explain it. And so here we are. <laughs> That's why you're the co-host, Pete. <laughs> well, I, I figured my reaction should at least be genuine as yep. opposed to like Googling it and being like, let's just pretend I know what the fuck this nerd's talking about. <laughs> Any, anybody else? <laughs> I feel there were sequels. Like um, True Lies Two, I feel like was was rumored in Total Recall. Um, again, uh, I guess. <laughs> oh, it'd be awesome! Uh, it's actually called Total Recall again. Recall, recall. Yeah. Um, but like in those, I heard there was also like a Sergeant Rock. Yeah, um, that was gonna be him movie. and Bruce Willis and uh, Stallone Bruce. rumored, but I think it was ever gonna oh, happen. Early nineties or something. <laughs> uh, my opinion was just he should have got to do doc ock with james cameron because he had to do that terrible mr freeze he deserved that yeah you know he deserved to get that and let us see it and be happy i think it would have been so interesting like to have like doc ock is notoriously an overweight like middle-aged guy and then have like you know mr universe as doc ock would just kind of flip the whole thing around yeah i'm also fine them never making it (laughs) well not now yeah (laughs) oh yeah god no like you know, I was going to say this for near the end, but let me ask you real quick. Is there any f- film that he could make right now that you would go, I got to see that in the theater? Because I, I love Arnold, but I, I, there's nothing nothing that's going like, I got to watch that. The only one in recent memory that actually looked borderline good to me and I kind of got excited for, I watched the trailer like several times and showed it to a few people, was the uh, Killing Gunther one, just because it looked like fucking insane. It looked funny and his wardrobe was great and like just everything about it. I was just like, all right, I'm on board with this. But then I just never got around to watching it. I, yeah. I think I have a similar take. Cause he, doesn't he also sing some country songs in, in some, or something weird? I don't know the whole thing. Well, and also <laughs> he got in like really good shape again for the right. movie. So I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I never saw it, but it looks great. I think, or at least it looks fun. <laughs> Arnold, if you're listening, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jesse, is there anything he could do? Like, like any movie, any crazy curveball he could throw? If he's in a fucking Woody Allen I mean, movie, would you like? I think it would have to be like not just him. Like, mm. it would have to be like a director as well. That's like, I don't know. If Taika Waititi was like, "I'm doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie." I would be like, "Yes, oh, yeah. I'm very excited to see where this goes." Because right. um, I also kind of think like, like his his like peak was like he was also working with like good directors and i don't i don't know who he's working with now like but i don't think it's like james cameron and paul verhoeven anymore right like, yeah uh, so it, it would take like another person that i would be like excited to see what what they would do um Renee, you pretty much uh, agree with that. Are, are you? St- you're not still watching Arnold films, right? Well, I mean, I guess, I guess, like it depends on like how wide we're casting, like present day, right? I took my 11 year old like opening weekend to see Dark Fate, but to go back to what's already been said, it wasn't for Arnold. It was because, mm. oh my God, Sarah Connor is such a fucking badass, and they finally brought her back. I spent my whole life pretending that everything that happened after Chi Chu didn't really exist. Like it's probably going <laughs> to piss me off, but I'm going to go. And it didn't piss me off. I actually really enjoyed right. it. I thought it was good. Especially as like Sarah Connor's story arc, because as, as a girl watching T2, like she was my action hero. So. Right. Right. No, I, I love Sarah Connor. I, I'm especially Linda, Linda Hamilton's uh, in part two, just, stole the show in a lot of ways oh yeah but let me she ask you this so when when did you yeah she, i mean th- just the pull-up scene i was like oh my as a kid i was like oh my god she's really mean and it was kind of <laughs> exciting but like yeah um when did you when did you jump off the arnold train like i i know that like i think it was end of days i was like i know his last movies aren't so great i'm gonna watch end of days and i watched it, i was like oh, that was kind of a waste of my time i kind of i don't really I don't, i'm not really excited about this next thing and i think like i think the next one was like six man or something like that or or whatever, six, the sixth day or whatever it was called. And I was like, I don't, I'm not going to even try it. Yeah, it's definitely like mid to late 90s. Like all of those movies, Eraser and all that stuff. Him shooting the crocodile was pretty sweet though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I'd still probably saw them. But like Eraser to me would be like, I was like, yeah, it was just like, I'm just going to see a movie. And it happens to be an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Right. Yeah. I, I, well, for me, it was like after Pulp Fiction, I was like, I'm not into the, like, I'm into a different type of movie now. Right. Um, like it, that from what he was making, which was like Eraser and I don't know what came after six, all the ones you just mentioned. Yeah. yeah. I remember like watching Eraser and I was just like, why don't I have a boner? This is weird. <laughs> like, I'm not into it. <laughs> and then that was like, all right, well, I guess that's that. Like, it just didn't do it for me. I I, I, I got that much. I gathered that much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, it it reminded me of when I stopped playing with toys. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. Like, action figures. You didn't have an erection and you're just like, I don't want to put these toys away. No, no. Well, to clarify, I didn't literally have an erection, Tony, while watching Eraser. (laughs) Uh, But I'm sad. I just remember, like, this distinct moment in my life where I'm, like, playing with action figures. And I was just like, what? What am I doing? Like, what? This is this plastic. This. And I just, like, put them down. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm done with that now. It was the same as watching, like, the last Arnold movie where I was just like, "Ah, I think we're over this. Renee, did you did you 
kind of have any, anything similar or did you jump? Off I was the train? literally going to say I found Tarantino and I just don't mm. remember paying attention anymore. That was literally going to be my I answer. Think, so I think it makes a lot of sense to me is like Tarantino is kind of perfect for when you're at a certain age where it's like you want to try some like artsy or films, but you don't want to be too artsy. You still want to gun every once in a while and some yeah. like funny jokes. And so it's a nice little segue in, into that kind of those waters. I do still play with action figures, though. I didn't give that up. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, I just do Quentin Tarantino with my action figures, so they're like having heroin overdoses. Right. <laughs> but Eric Stoltz's like, like action man, figures are like really hard to get. Having... It's like, and like merman live. Um, okay, this is gonna. There's no. There's no segue here. It's gonna work, but um. I think Arnold is kind of a fashion icon. I, I think about Arnold's looks a lot. Obviously, he's a bodybuilder, so you, but I'm actually talking about his clothing and his looks. I think T2 is the classic Arnold. T2, yeah. the flat top, the leather jacket. I mean, that's what I think about, the shades. But I think the low-key, sweetest look is actually the beginning of Kindergarten Cop, when he's kind of like the like surly, unkempt cop, and he's got like a little bit of the, the scraggle. He's got the, yeah. the trench coat. He's a little dirty, and like and his hair's a little must. I'm like... That's a pretty good look, dude. Like, I'm into that. I want I want to pick another movie of that guy. What are some of your favorite Arnold looks? Well, just to be clear, he has never been in control of any of his wardrobe on any of the films. So I think that's just all like coincidence that you like it, right? It's not like he's like bringing to the table like the wardrobe, like this is be, what I'm gonna wear. Doesn't have to be like awarding Arnold all these accolades. I mean, he his performances oh, okay. are you know his directors helping and whatnot. So this is more of this in general. Did you ever latch onto any, any any of his looks? Did you ever go, that's a good look. The well, mud and predator was you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's that's probably his luck. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I was gonna say when I read that question, I was just like, again, I was like, what is he talking about? Like, I don't recall ever like him having any stylistic looks, like other than the leather jacket from Terminator. That's obviously iconic. But aside from that, I'm like, what other what? movies was he like w- walking the runway in? Well, I'll say this: I had I had a, a party at my house a couple years ago called the Schwarzenegger, and we all dressed as different <laughs> Arnold characters. And there were some like, very easily identifiable characters. Um, somebody was wearing a, like a, a nice uh, gold gym jersey, was p- representing Pumping Iron. There was a Commando. There, and it's funny, Commando and Predator. What did he wear in Commando? Uh, basically, almost the same thing as Predator, but not as cool. Huh. <laughs> this right. sounds like a very party because it's just going to be very like small people wearing the clothes of a big man. Like, yeah, uh... it, it was that. It's true. <laughs> oh, we also had theme food. Anyways, Renee, any 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 looks that you're like, I always kind of enjoyed that, or, or it was just me. Am I the only guy who cares about the, no? Looks? So I never thought about this until I got the like the prep for this, and then I thought about it. This is it blew my mind. Okay, this is a great question because I go, I watch, you know, I love watching movies the '80s and '90s, and and I look at the way all the clothes are cut, and it like I'm just like, whoever thought that looked good. It always looks so bad. It's baggy and weird. And like, but he's the guy who has like the frame that makes those clothes look good. So when he's wearing like the eighties cut suit yeah. and the eighties cut shirts, like it's like, Oh, this is what people were thinking about when they made this fashion, but nobody else looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like nobody else can do that with those clothes. Well, it's like, the, 
I feel bad for like the other guys in the Running Man, like, <laughs> like because he's Arnold Schwarzenegger, so he can wear this lycra whatever right, jumpsuit it is. But then there's like the the two partners, and it's just like, yeah, you can't wear that. Yeah, like you know that might be one of my strikes against Running Man. I, I it was just too goofy looking those 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 suits. I don't know. It was like it was it before American Gladiator. Um. It reminds me right around the time. Okay, so it reminded me of that look like of Nitro and Mitro and all the other Itros. <laughs> Itros. <laughs> I liked American Gladiator too. I don't hate American Gladiator. I feel like you're dismissing a whole branch of television. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to do that. And actually, I'm kind of geared up for American Ninja Warriors for kids because I love watching kids fail. And I enjoy uh, Kids Jeopardy, for instance. And I think this is even better because they're going to physically fail, which is even cooler. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm on board, man. I almost bet kids could do some of that stuff better. Um, oh, American Gladiator? Oh, yeah. Less sure. likely to break you know, a phone. American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Because that's, that's like a, a light person competition. Um, well, I hope they, they raise the stakes for them, you know? Yeah, like <laughs> $2 million, $3 million. Totally. <laughs> I bet literal stakes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Arnold's adversaries. Okay, it's hard to make Arnold hard to make you worried about Arnold because he's fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I think there have been a couple which I'm like, oh, I love, I love when he faces off of this guy. I hate, I love when he fights. It's a great villain. I think um, the opposite of that is probably Commando when uh, uh, the Freddie Mercury guy who uh, was in much better shape in Road Warrior. In this film, he's yeah. not in such great shape, but he keeps boasting about him and John Matrix being the same in every way. And I'm like, there's no chance, you guys have anything in common and you have you're wearing chain mail and it's 1985 it doesn't make any sense i love how we finally get to make this podcast tony because like you we've been having these same conversations since i was like 20 years old like i remember you bringing this up like on multiple occasions and so i'm just glad that we finally has a platform to address the commando villain because like when we're like in the middle of band practice when we're like 20 year old years old and you're just like the villain of commando sucked i'm like yeah all right well should we practice a song again or oh, no all right <laughs> but it, it feels like it's, it, it's you like, found like, its right place thank you yeah, he he's been stands out among all of them i feel because he because he's trying to be like a physical adversary right like and, and it's just like i don't think you are <laughs> like and it's like you need to go the other direction um, get out like, here like right um, yeah, it, it, I, actually, I was him for my uh, my Swartz Kicker party. I dressed as him, Pete, so it became like a full circle thing. There but it Pete's is. right. I have like five like, conversations oh, we've had, <laughs> and they're all come and play here. But Pete, do you, you have any like your favorite villains? Who's like some one of your, your favorite guys you like to watch uh, Arnie fight? I mean, I guess does, does Predator count? The Fuck Predator. Yeah, he does. He's like, yeah, yeah, that, I, yeah. I can't imagine one being better than him. Maybe T1, the T one thousand. T one thousand. Yeah, that's my because it's. What I like about uh, T one thousand versus him is that obviously the uh, Robert Patrick is not the, that's a that's the uh, the vampire Batman guy. What's the guy's name? The actor who played T one thousand. No, his name's Robert Patrick. Patrick, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say his name Robert is Robert Patrick. Patrick. Who's the vampire? Yeah. The who's the Batman? No, Robert Patterson is what you're thinking of. Okay. No. Oh yeah, you're, <laughs> you're thinking of Jason Patrick. No, I'm thinking. <laughs> I was right the first time. Anyways, uh, the the cool elfier yes. guy who's the two one thousand. What's cool about him is he's a, he's a slender, a smaller guy. And when you see him slam Arnold around as a kid, I was like, what the hell? I, I knew he's a robot, but like, I love the visual of it. And also, he's dressed like a cop. There's this whole little dynamic there. And so, mm-hmm. um, 
when we when I mentioned before, like reenacting things as a kid, my favorite thing to reenact by myself usually it was I was Arnold being beaten by the T one thousand with a metal pole and being impaled, and it was this whole weird Christ like crucifixion thing, like I, and like I would just crawl around the grass or the dirt doing like you know, and then I stop and like the lightning would come out of me, and there's you know the people did watch and I'm sure there's there's rumors, but um I was having a great time, still am. There were rumors. <laughs> so renee uh did you like any of the zones i'm so i mean t1000 is like it's so so i did a x-files rewatch during uh the whole covid thing right and and when robert patrick takes over uh like in Mulder's spot it's just like i can't fucking do it it's t1000 like it's still too close like he watching him now like he's older and he looks enough different but he didn't look enough different and it's just like i can't watch the x-files with t1000 because I, it was terrifying, especially because I was young when I watched it. And like, even the scene when it's not Robert Patrick, but it's the the foster mom, and she, you know, she's got the knife arm and the milk. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just, oh, it's so. He was a, the whole movie's adversary, not just Arnold's. As like this sense of dread, mm-hmm. doom, and like, yeah, it's, and he can become anything, and he can be liquid. It's fucking cool. But also the predator. I, I yeah. whatever. <laughs> is it which which one's Will Chamberlain in? Is that Destroyer or is that Red Sonia? Which uh, I didn't hear you. What is that, Jess? Will Will Chamberlain? He was in Oh, one of the Conan or Red Sonia movies. Yeah. One of the Conan or Red Sonia, I forget. Yeah. And he's like he's bigger than Arnold. Like, like and so he there is this physical aspect about him. I mean, Sinbad is also pretty good. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like like Sinbad from the old movie? It's like, oh wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um Kindergarten so Children. Like, final thoughts. Oh, that's good. All the kids. Um, yeah. Actually, the pony the ponytail guy from that movie, the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop, I just want to punch his face so bad every time I see it. I don't know what it is about his face. <laughs> and it's probably the ponytail. But the yeah. I fucking hate it. he's got a really I have a, I have an upturned nose. I look like Morbus the Living Vampire, but his nose is way up and I just really don't can't stand it. But anyhow, um, fi- final thoughts on why Arnold works. Like, to me, there, he he made his own way because there's no one like him, and there, there probably will never ever be anything close to what he is. But it, it, on paper, it pre- pretty much shouldn't work. But he he made it happen. Like, why do you think Arnold works? I feel like there's some things in this world that just can't be explained. Mm, it's mm. like, you know, when lightning strikes, there's no, there's just no way of like figuring out exactly what the chemistry was. It's like Nirvana when they were huge. It's like, I mean, yeah, they were good, <laughs> but were they that good? Like they're kind of, they're pretty sloppy. They weren't, but right. for some reason it like revolutionized like music. And if you look back, you're just like, but why? Or when, anything, anything like that. When you started, I thought you literally meant like, like, how does lightning work? We don't know how lightning works. I'm like, well, no, I, no, no, I, no. I don't remember honestly, but I'm pretty sure in school we covered. How, and now I got you. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he meant little, like, like magnets, Buddhist like, Nirvana like, for a second too. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh. Right. There, there's just some things that are just like right time, right? You know, right. It's like Andy Warhol. Like, what was so special about him? Like, I don't know. But you're right. Okay. There, I mean, the timing's part yeah. of it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> There's well, and I don't think we can figure it out. There's just things that can't be like the factors can't be figured out. I feel like on all those things. Yeah. See, I have a theory I think, though. 
Okay. I think I he is it. sort of like, at least the early ones, he's like a special effect. <laughs> you know, like, like, just like he steps on and it's just like, wow, look at that. Like, and that's like better than any, any of like the snake things in Conan or anything like that. And then I think he's like, he's able to be funny. Like, he doesn't take him to, like, he never had a period like, like Mel Gibson where he's like, I'm going to do Shakespeare or something like, you know, he never, it's like ACDC. It's like, they never stopped just doing what you liked. Like, it's just like, um, and I feel like you build up some goodwill that way. Um, Renee, I'm ready for the theory. All right. So I'm going to get deep for a second and I apologize if it's too like (laughs) academic or whatever, but so, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like He-Man. He's like a, a perfect, quote-unquote, perfect male body that's for straight men, not for women. Like, I, I'm not looking at Arnold from the 80s and being like, oh, yeah. Like, that's not... Most women are into that. And I think that's a big part of it, is, like, he's, like, uh, the most intimidating-looking, non-intimidating, like, masculine idol. You know that he's hmm. different in every way. You know that what he has is unattainable. You know that your girlfriend doesn't want to sleep with him. So you just get to enjoy him. And it, and you don't have to compare yourself to him. You don't have to worry, like, am I ever going to look like Arnold? He's not, like, traditionally good looking in the face. And, no, you know, it's just like he's there and he's huge and he can do cool shit. And it doesn't have to make anybody feel bad about themselves. And that self-awareness, I think, plays into that, too. Like, he has that charisma that says, don't worry, man. Like, I don't I don't want to fuck your girlfriend either. So it's all good. Like, I really think it's like, it's like wholesome masculinity. Oh, like, but he did want to fuck your million. girlfriend. And he, and he did fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked everybody's girlfriend. I mean, Let's sure. be honest. He, he probably fucked like, he probably fucked like a thousand people's girlfriends. I think you're both right. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I, I no, agree. I think we both have a, like, I think we exist in the same reality with opposing views because he definitely probably got as much tail as he could handle. But he's not like, you don't hear a lot of women that are like really into yeah. pro wrestlers or who are like really into like super muscle bound guys. It's usually a smaller version of that that women think is like the perfect male body right. and a larger no, version that There's definitely a weird, like, these muscles are for other men. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you go to the, the bodybuilding competition, you see the crowd. It's, it's a lot of men. I mean, it's like um, women do their makeup for other women. Men so do the, fun. yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things I found myself thinking about, like this, do you think his accent, like he's like purposefully like plays it up? Oh yeah. Um, uh, this is something I was just sort of thinking about, like all of his characters, and it's like he never even tried. Like, and I'm al- almost wondering if he's like amping it up. He's like, "This is my brand." Yeah, is, he's got to be this voice, you know. And like, no, I, just, I think that he's just not good enough of an actor to like shake it. It's like Matthew McConaughey. It's like, how the fuck did that guy win the Academy Award for Best Actor? He literally can't stop talking in his dumbass accent. <laughs> no, he has different levels. Isn't he playing a Texan in that movie? Huh? In every movie, he, that's not even a, like he's not even <laughs> acting. That, that's, that's, I actually love 
I love in Arnold's films when they go other way. They go, um, he he moved here from Austria, and he's like, it's like, no, no one cares. The saves from yeah. Chicago. I don't. <laughs> you don't have to explain it. Yeah. Common yeah. last name Mason. My my right. husband's been yeah, in the U.S. for. John. Sorry, he's been in the U.S. for 15 years. He's English, and like you can watch British TV, and he talks to his family all the time, and he, and he sounds like he went. He's a Marine and he was in, uh, he was stationed with some British Marines and they asked him if he was from New Zealand. Like your accent changes mm. over time. And he's been in the mm. US for a lot longer than 15 years. So he's working very hard at keeping it. I don't know that he's faking it, but he's yeah. definitely intending to keep it. No, it, it's just like, I, I mean, it, it's such a, it's such an identifier. Like, and I wonder if, if he's just like, if they're like, hey, could you be something else? And he was like, no. Absolutely I, not. I, this is what I'm the people want. Perfectly well. Like, like, I mean, he, he is. Whenever he does totally... the pump, he actually becomes more Austrian. He, he returns yes! to his original form. He's, he's, he resets. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like some movies, he starts like leaning into his noises. Like until recall, his noises. Yeah, this is the best noise movie. <laughs> like these like weird noises and i think it's like him being like no we're really we're gonna go for it in this one like i want arnold he's a grunt actor i'll give you that he's he's great great at noises too and like the screaming predator when he's like let's fight breath i'm sure they added some effects or something to it but it's still a core of arnold in there um, so I think we, I think we solved it. I think we did it guys. I think everyone's going to be proud of us. I'm happy of, with us. Um, I think Pete was right though. He's, he's magic. He's just a magic person and you can't, you, you can't explain magic. Exactly. Um, real quick. Anybody want to plug, uh, their, their wares or anything they're doing? Pete, you want to go first, bud? Uh, same shit as always go to my website, peterleon.org. I make movies. Uh, I make music. I make magic. I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> That's all I got. Either one of you want to do your plugs too. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I just, uh, I, in February had a anthology I'm in come out. It's called coming through in waves. It's crime fiction inspired by the songs of pink Floyd and the money goes to uh, a leukemia charity. So it's for a really good cause. Um, and then also I'm, I'm running a website called cult of one media. The media portion's on a bit of a hiatus cause we're working on some new stuff, but the shop is open. We've got a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, and if you follow us on social media, you'll be the first to find out when all the cool stuff we're working on comes out. So. Right on. Um, yeah, I've got a couple books out with image comics. Um, so if you just search for me, Jesse Lonergan on social media or anywhere, you'll find plenty of information about that stuff. Uh, you can also sort support my Patreon, um, which has new comics going up weekly. All right. Great stuff. Um, thanks both you guys. And also thanks Pete. Uh, if you're out there, Arnold, thank you. Okay. You're, uh, <laughs> You're you're my, you're my my left ventricle forever. Also, I'd just like to say that I'm bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just, <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. He he's six one and I'm six four. He he was two thirty. No I'm two sixty. Just just no big deal. Oh, I'm also bigger than him too. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, Jesse is pretty tall. Um, no muscle at all. Um, Arnold, I don't want to be bigger than you ever. I want you to hold me like a child. <laughs>
I actually do want that at seven years old. Yeah. Um, just have me your grandpa. You I mean, six four two fifty. You probably yeah. also want to yeah. be held like. <laughs> He'd be my whole family. I don't. I love him. Real quick, like this is we're done. But um, you see a video. He was at some thing a couple years ago, and some guy tried to tackle him, and he bounced off the back of Arnold. Arnold like, turned around like, "What happened?" The guy fell down on the ground. Yeah, that was great. And this is like you know a couple years ago. It's like Arnold. He's a, he's a wall, dude. Yeah. Yep. Would you see the videos he, he did made... from his house when quarantine first started? And he's got like a like a pet donkey and yeah. a rabbit and a Yorkie. Yeah. I'm just like he lives in a children's show now. What? Like he's actually really stern with the donkey too. The donkey was like looking away from the camera, like no, no, we don't do that. <laughs> he's like an old grandpa. He doesn't have to know where the camera is. <laughs> camera two, camera two. I told you. Yeah, Arnold. Oh, I love Arnold.